Welcome to the Live Life Out Loud Conversations. I'm your host, Nicole Long, owner and founder of Coaching for Life LLC and Coaching for Life Books. This is the podcast for all my multi-passionate creators and dreamers who are ready to tell their story and monetize their passions. We'll cover topics from A to Z in this podcast, all to help you, my multi-passionate friend, personify faith in action and really live your biggest dreams out loud. Let's do this. Today we have a special treat in store for you as we visit another author of The Beauty in My Mess Volume 2 who is near and dear to my heart because not only is she a contributing author to the book but she's also a family member so you definitely want to tune in hear the special things that we talk about as we learn a little bit more and then we also get to know exactly why she's cutting pizza with scissors. Listen up. All right, well, let's just jump right on in here, girl. Um, Mm -hmm. If you would, for everyone, just give us your name, um, where you're from, and why you decided to join Beauty My Mess Volume 2. Well, my name is me, Shay Perry, but I go by Shay because it's just easier because people mess it up when they see how it's spelled phonetically. Um, (laughs) I am originally from San Diego, California, residing in Birmingham, Alabama. And the reason I decided to join was because it was time. I've been told by various friends, family, associates, hey, you know, it's time for you to write your book or to write something. So the opportunity prevented itself and mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I was finally in a place that I was able to go ahead and put the pen to paper and make it work. Yeah, no, it's definitely um, past due, in my opinion. Um, and so when Volume 2 did come, because I never knew Volume 2 was coming from Volume 1, <laughs> but when Volume 2 did come, I was like, you're like the prime candidate in my mind. And I'm like, okay, no matter how many much co-hosting and prayer I've got to do, this girl needs to put some piece in it. I didn't even care if it was just like, you know, a poem as in between chapters. Like, there's something that right. might be in there. Um, and then even more... Ter- terrifying for you is that it's still time for your own solo project to come out soon. Correct. Right? So I hope you're still keeping your stuff on the side because, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, being that a snippet of kind of what's been going on is in the book. Yeah. It's yeah. weird that I put it out and I told you before I wasn't, I didn't feel I was ready because it hadn't been resolved. Right. But it's right. funny how God works because once I put it to paper, who would have known that literally a month before the book is going to come out, that a piece of that story has now case closed. Wow. Look at God. Look at God. So yeah. And I sometimes even wonder, like, I know it was really tangible for you with that case closed, but even psychologically, sometimes after we get it out and we're almost like, it's not a confession, but it's just that testimony and that outpouring that we keep so much inside all of a sudden you feel this freedom, literally, you feel the change drop. Like, and so that's kind of actually where this all came from is to just give us all a platform to regurgitate, get it out there, heal, not be perfected, but just heal and start on to the next course by getting it out. And it's so weird because when, like when I got the verdict, I went back and read what I submitted. And hmm. as I was writing, I was filled with emotion, but I didn't, I didn't have my release. 
So when I went back and read it after the verdict and now reading my portion, I finally was like, I'm like, why am I reading my story crying? But I knew that I had bottled up so much that had come with the writing and the backstory that comes behind it. So it was finally able to just, ah, just, I can exhale, I can release and I'm not having to, you know, look over my shoulder now. Now I can be like, yay, I can tell the world and not have to, you know, kind of keep it bottled in. Yeah. Yeah. No, that has to be releasing. It's something to celebrate seriously. Yes. Um, Thank God. We honor you for that. Yeah. We honor honor you for that. And even sharing a piece um, as best as you could without giving away too much for things to happen in the background that needed to happen, but kind of giving a piece of yourself in spite of for someone else's healing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I'm excited. I had to, I had a push more of a like (laughs) foot to behind push, but I mean, it it jumpstarted and it was what I needed to kind of get back on track to do what I did for this book, but say, okay, see how you were able to do it. So now you can write so much more. And I mean, you'll never have the beginning to the end, but I had to consciously tell myself you can still write while you're going through it. Yeah, absolutely. I remember in volume one when I was doing um, interviews in the beginning, I did interviews that kind of like was listening to people's stories like, well, I have a story, but I don't know if I should write it because I'm still in the middle of it. I'm like, that's absolutely as you need to write it. We don't want that. We don't want the fairy tale. We want the truth. We want the things that are gut-wrenching. And it's okay to say in the midst of your story, even though I'm still going through this, even though my journey's not complete, let me tell you what I've learned thus far. Right. And so that's that's all a part of it because we always think that there's so much more that we need to do or so much more we need to get to. But someone's looking at you and just like, oh my gosh, if I could just be in her spot. Oh my gosh, if I could just get to that healing part. And so it's part of our duty to be like, okay, let me reach back a little. Let me help you. To and get the to where title was. of yeah. the book, like when you did it the first time, like I said, I was an emotional mess. So I was nowhere near in a yeah. place to even go yeah. through it the first time. But now I'm like, wow, the hashtag is so me. Like literally yeah. people look at me and like, after, you know, the other piece that I put out, they were like, I would have never known. You know, even some family members, you included, were like, I didn't know, but that's the beauty of my mess. I right. went through everything I went through, was going through it, still encouraging and inspired and being there for mm-hmm. others. And nobody mm-hmm. even knew the turmoil I was dealing with myself. Mm-mm. So that, that title know, I mean, holds a lot of weight. And I don't know if that's a family thing, a uh, race, genetic thing. I don't know. We got to look deeper to that. But it is definitely something that I always tease. And I even tell my girls, I'm like, I don't know if this is a good thing. But if I died, you would have to get everybody in the room together to share the stories, to get the full aspect of me. And then even then, you, there's a couple fragments still missing that I just keep to myself. <laughs> so. I think that's, I don't know if that's a grandmommy thing or what, but <laughs> even like when my brother was like, what? How did I not know this? And I know, you know, right. you probably were like, and some other cousins were like, wait a minute, I've been sitting up here asking yeah, her. No, how she been and she ain't not one time said no no and i was like so the the journalism in me i'm like digging deeper i'm going back to old posts like did i miss like what what in the world i'm scrolling up through our tags and i'm like she didn't release that bomb i know 
certain someone just ev kind of evaded off the face of the earth, but I didn't think why or how, you know what I mean. I was just like, what an attorney! Well, I kind of. Oh, I mean, when the when the two of you reached out, I was just like, pray. <laughs> I'm going through yes. a lot, but I yes. wasn't in a place to tell because I was no. still and even though it happened, yes, it kind of like I said that tragedy allowed yes. me to go into counseling which allowed gotcha. me to open up mm. other wounds that I had okay okay hadn't healed from or had been blinded okay. to from childhood adolescence adulthood like so even okay. though it was a messy situation right the beauty in it is that I was able to seek help as an adult sit on the couch talk to somebody and uncover other things that mentally I hadn't help. dealt with and I'm like right you know, I'm still here. So it right. happened, but it pushed me in a different way to be able to deal with and say, you know what, look at the person in the mirror and write your wrongs and decide what you can do to be better going forward. Right. Absolutely. And so then even with that, what advice or what, I guess, advice would you give to someone who is going through their own personal tragedy? Uh, did you feel that it was good to keep closed mouths? Was it good to keep one to two people in the know? How, what would you, what's your advice on that part of just kind I of will opening, say um, opening? community, community, community. Like you have to be surrounded by the right people. And I'm not knocking any family members that I didn't tell. It's right. just different when you have somebody in your face. That tangible person you can touch and they can literally lay hands on you and circle yeah. around you. So I did have a great group of prayer circle friends in yeah. church, um, yeah. some friends that have turned family here that yeah. poured into me on days where I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. throwing in a towel. Exactly. I don't even want to go through mm -hmm. this anymore. Forget yeah. it to where yeah. they, without them even knowing that part, they were pushing me to just keep going don't give up, stay in the fight, stay the course. And it'd be those days where, you know, I'm at home just like, oh my God, like life is just terrible. And I'll get yeah. a random text. You're strong. I love you. You're beautiful. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, who told them I was yeah. going through? But yeah. it would yeah. be from family, friends, yeah, just yeah. pouring in. So I would just tell yeah. anybody, just surround yourself with a great group of people. Uh, pray, seek God first and all that you do yeah. and just to ask for him to take control, you know, relinquish yeah. control and give it all to him. Because when we try to step in and do things ourselves, it can yeah. take us off the track, off the path of what he already has ordained for us. So even though it happened yeah. and, you know, there's many times when I'm like, why me? I had to turn the why me into what am I supposed to learn from this? Why not me? You know, he apparently thinks that I'm built for this. Otherwise, <laughs> like, it wouldn't have happened. Know. I'm like, you know, I'm not that strong, right? Right. Like, you know, like right? wait a minute. Okay, I know you I'm said on these muscles, not this muscle. <laughs> exactly. That whole he gives his strongest, his hardest battles yeah. to the stronger. I'm like, yeah. I'm not strong anymore. Tap out. Like, Waving out. the flag. I'm out. <laughs> but I mean, I can look back. At that situation or other situations, like, look, mm -hmm. fast forward, look at you now. You know, yeah. you're still able to smile, laugh, despite 
everything that has been thrown at you. What does your brother call you? A hope dealer? Right. That's I'm not the dying. that's not the uh, sister I know. I said, well, hey, that person, a I little bit it. of her is still in there, if you know, need well, be. But I have a different light now. I'm like, I have to, I've been given, heck, I mean, just from the story alone, I was supposed to die twice. Right. Childbirth alone. So two times childbirth and then other incidents. I'm going to need her not to have any more kids. Adopt. And stop. (laughs) Flag waved. No more. Done. Adopt. So I'm like. Yeah, I'm not even the one going through it. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean that kind of opened up to my whole my little things yeah. that I put on every post live love laugh and then yes, the absolutely. faith hope love yeah. so, and then yes. of course survive by faith because yeah. my faith is what has kept me going pushed me through through everything yeah. and I'm just like I, I mean I have to continue to live and love and laugh because I'm here I yeah. mean I absolutely. could be worse off but I'm here. Look at God. That's awesome. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're a part of the project. I can't wait to see how it unfolds. Um, I know the story. You know the story. We've got to get the readers to kind of know the story. So I don't want to give it all too much. But what would, okay. So you had many options and many choices to write and what angles to write a story from. What was your process of solidifying the angle you chose? And also, what is the main um, lesson you want us to learn from the story you did chose to write about? Um, the angle, when the title was brought up, love, mm-hmm. I definitely was going to take it in a whole different way mm-hmm. based on some things mm-hmm. I've gone through. But right. then something was tugging at my heart based on everything I've went through out of love who can Mm -hmm. you just look at to say that's that one individual that no matter what that has sold you selfless undying love yeah so that was my angle for going through that because when you look at my title (laughs) i can say the title unconditional love yes Yes. that's in a nutshell like and when you look up the definition i'm like wow i mean that person selfless in all costs but as far as um telling other people i would say based on who i chose to write about and my experiences and even my current one Mm -hmm. try to remember that no matter what happens good bad or ugly Mm-hmm. there's no instruction manual on yeah. how to be that type of person. Gotcha. And just remember that whether you're a uh, aunt, sister, mm-hmm. cousin, daughter, niece, whatever, majority of the time they're doing the best that they can with the tools and the resources that they have. Right. And Absolutely. no one is ever going to be perfect, but appreciate those that are honest enough to say, I forgive, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. and truly mean it because you can say sorry, but if the actions don't follow through, it means nothing. But when you see genuinely that the actions follow through and despite whatever bad has happened, 
that person yeah. is still there whenever you need them. Right. Hold on to those people that are there with you through all your seasons. Got it. Through all your seasons. I like that. Good. Good, good, good. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait. Has the recipients of your story had a chance, the privilege to see and read the story yet? How? Okay. So like even- They want to know. Story, they want to know yeah. so bad, but I'm like- Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're waiting until they can physically put it. I kind of want, I want to read it before. So it's not kind of like blindsided, like everybody yeah. else saw yeah. and not me. But I don't know if I should. <laughs> huh. Where's your hesitation? Because other readers or other writers have like wrote personal letters, stories about certain individuals. And they're like, oh, they'll just see it when everyone else sees it. I'm like, are you sure? Like one lady before where I had wrote something um, and to her mom, I'm like, you sure you, your mom should probably see this before we like start pulling quotes out of it and blasting it and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, um, being that you said that, I might go ahead and just send that on over ahead of time because some of the things that are in there, I don't think that person would be privy to everybody else reading it. And now I'm just now finding out. Got so, it. Got it. yeah. Got it. Yeah, just, just something to think about. Well, I mean, I wanted it to be in the whole paperback and be like, look, yeah. because it's not yeah. a bad thing. It's more of a no, 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 thank no. you. Like, yeah, but well, yeah. I mean, and quickly, and I guess I'm kind of just sharing some of the processes that go behind the scenes is when we have the beta readers looking at your individual story, maybe that's a good time because it's only a select group of people who are looking at it at the same time in the ebook format type of thing. So maybe that might be the time because I know it's, you want to present it pretty and how right. I don't want to just be like, okay, check your email. Yeah. There's a little essay there. <laughs> I want it to be kind of like you said, prettied up to where it's like, okay, ebook. Yeah. All right. Here yeah. now. Read right. This. Right. Hmm. Something to think about. <laughs> but yes, you know I'll the individual just as much as I do, so right. Uh, <laughs> might have to go ahead and just. Yeah. Well, I mean, because for me, I guess let's flip it. Yeah. And how would you? How would you want it? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because, like you said, it's not bad, but. Yeah. Becomes a bestseller in the world knows, and I just got my nose on it. Okay. Yeah, I might have to go ahead and just snippet it out and be like, okay, now that we're past the, Editing. you know, the audits and all that, yeah, here's the insight to what it is, so that way you won't be right. surprised. Right, and then let's have a chat over virtual coffee. Let's have a conversation yeah. and see. You know, that would have been a good time a few weeks ago in person. Gotcha. Oh, I didn't know I got to do it in person. That would have been good in person. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> That's okay. There'll be other opportunities, right? <laughs> There'll be volume three. Right. <laughs> They'll be okay. They'll be okay, I promise. I they know. Now, they do know yeah. about it and that they or okay. the topic, the but not in what aspect. Got it. I'm excited, though. Because if anything, it starts a different form of dialogue. Right. So, and it may trinkle down to that person reaching out to another person 
that could possibly heal something right. else is broken. And, see and see it's not just even the healing for the external readers it becomes a healing for our nucleus those around us those who didn't Correct. even know a what we were going through or be like maybe i should check in with her at least more <laughs> like you know what i mean it, it's it's an eye opener on so many different levels of just humanality and communication right. i think i'm bored um and communication and how we do things or how we interact and sometimes we get so stuck in our own bubble right. that when we come up for air to read someone else's story you're like and that that phrase in those songs you don't know my story i could smile all day long but you really don't know the fabrics of my inner working so just take some time have some grace smile but then when you really ask I did an experiment back in college, right? So everyone will always walk past, to and from the class. I'm like, oh, how are you? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And so one time I was like, you know what? I'm really going to say how I feel. And I want to see if anyone takes the time to actually stop, recognize that, and see what they do. So then we're walking past, going to class, everyone's in rush, how are you doing? Ah, today sucks. Okay, have a good day. And I just kept walking by. Finally, maybe the sixth person was like, wait, whoa, wait, what? What? what right. What's wrong? Wait, what's wrong? Oh, do you have a minute? I have time for you. Like, yeah, then it began that conversation, but we're so quick. It's like, oh, pray for you, pray for you. Send me a prayer, actually. Try yeah. that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even care if you find a poem and you copy and paste that and send it over to make it relevant. But sometimes I'm praying for you. Hi, good, good. That's, we need more connection. So and that I'm, part of counseling tells us too, we have to remember that even though we are conditioned to be strong, it's okay to say, you know what? I'm not strong today. I'm not. not today. Today, I'm not. today's not a good day. Maybe tomorrow will be better. But it's yeah. like that. What's the phrase? Um, when the strong person, uh, who's there for the strong person? Because the strong person is always there for everybody else. And then it kind of opened me up to, well, how how were we to know to be there for you when we didn't know that anything was wrong? Oh, that catch twenty two. <laughs> Now you're taking a page out of my book. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And I still battle with, I feel I call it a dance because I still battle with how much do you reveal when it's just a yuck moment. And sometimes it's not even a definite reason. You just, you're not feeling it today. Right. And who do you reach out to give you, give yourself the most vulnerable moments of yourself to not just get a K back, like, but they really reach out to you versus, oh, well, I didn't know that bothered you or I didn't know you were that, da, 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 da. Right. I, you know what I mean? It's easier to keep it. Let me just go ahead and let it go, let it roll off. But then all of a sudden, which is not all of a sudden for me, but it takes a couple, but then you boil up and you're like, wait, why am I, why am roll I so up and you're now? like, everybody's like, what's wrong with you? Yes. Well, I wasn't <laughs> fine when I said that word. <laughs> kind of fibbed when I said I was fine all those times you asked. Right. But I'm learning to, I guess, have an outlet more, not keep so much bottled in, have certain individuals that yes. you can talk to. And yes. even to just say, look, I'm not asking you for help. I'm not asking you for anything. I just need to yeah. eat. Yeah. And they say, okay, you good. You done. All right. Yes. Let's keep it going. Speaking of which, what is your um, favorite pastime stress releaser? The beach. Yes. Listening to the ocean waves, sitting on the sand, it like takes me to a whole different, like some people go shopping or 
cook or eat candy or chocolate. Like I literally light up like a kid in the candy store when I start smelling the waves or seeing the water and the sand. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I went so far as I went and I recorded it. And then the girls sometimes tease me because I go at least once every, every one to two weeks, I ha I'm like, start to like, yep. you know, like, oh God, you need the beach. And I'm like, yes. And I'll take the hour drive and I'll, I don't only need 15 minutes. Like if I got to squeeze it in, I'll just squeeze it in. But they're like, we were only here for 30. I'm like, I'm cool. I got my fix. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready to rock. It. I got inspired seeing God's nature. I'm like, I won. I don't know. It's my inner mermaid. I don't know what it is. Right. We're in a mermaid. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Yes. I have the sound on my phone to where I'm having a stressful yes. day at work. I have it. So my screensaver like, is the ocean. Oh, right. Yes. So yeah. So how far are you from your ocean, your nearest ocean? Three and a half, four hours, which I get oh talked about God. all the time. How do you leave being five to 10 minutes away and now you have to drive? And I said, well, in my defense, as much as I love home, home is always home. Yes. It's something else about those Florida beaches, which sadly to say, I like them more than I like California beaches because they have white sand, warm, clear water. No, you're absolutely correct. It's kind of like being in Hawaii without being in Hawaii. Yes. I went to the Bahamas and it's almost like it's a good or bad thing because I could never should have went. Because now I ever go to the beach, I'm just like, mm, we can And when I came home, I was like, <laughs> why is it all so bad and so rocky right, and shelly? Oh, this water is cold. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, I keep telling, teasing the girls about the different beaches and John has to do some work things in Florida so he's sending us beach pictures and they're like stop sending us pictures and telling us about it can we go please yes. Our beaches. Like, like yes you guys can go brown. you can go I'm trying yeah, to log like, in to see if it'll show you my back drop let's see if it'll show you let me see if it'll show it to you come on minimize I have the joy of working from home now too, so this is amazing. Okay, That's so beautiful. this is my screensaver. Oh yeah! Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, that's pretty. So yeah, that's stressful day. Awesome. Just be like, oh, that's right. <sighs> that's awesome. Take a little bit with you. <laughs> it was so bad. I remember I tried to smuggle the sand back on uh, the air, back into the. Um, in my suitcase from the airport. It's Say no more. So we're getting halfway there. I'm like, what is that smell? I'm like, oh, that's, see, that's a little bit different. You made it. I made <laughs> I'm it. I'm trying to travel. I'm <laughs> traveling across states. <laughs> yes, I have a whole bag of white sand. So that's if awesome. I ever want to just put it in a bucket, stick my feet in, sit on the balcony, I'm at the beach. Play the music. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so a couple of fun questions, and then we'll let you go. I don't want to hold you up. Um, what's your favorite Disney princess? Um, or should I say who? Ooh. With everything I've gone through, and it shouldn't be, but I'm feeling more like Cinderella. Okay. I do. At times in my life, I felt like the castaway, the outsider, always picking up after everybody else, mm -hmm. being the older, stronger one. And mm -hmm. then I feel like with everything that's happened, 
eventually, God willing, my prince slash king gotcha. is coming. Gotcha. Gotcha. Love it. All right. So favorite foods. Do you have a favorite food to eat versus a favorite food or favorite style to cook? Or favorite food is chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you like your chicken? Lemon pepper wings fried oh. baked doesn't matter <laughs> and are you is is the way you cook it part of your favorite or is there a particular restaurant the way i cooked my fried chicken that's my mm -hmm. favorite out of all but as far as getting wings somewhere else i like wingstop and then like all the little random wing places that are local perfect What's on repeat on your playlist? Um, there's a couple. Fantasia's Necessary. Okay. Um, uh, Corinne Hawthorne's Won't He Do It. Mm -hmm. Yes. And why is her name slipping my mind? But the, um, back when I was 17, different. I don't, re oh. I can't remember the lady that sings it offhand. Okay. But the song is called to... Different. It's a gospel okay. song. Love it. On repeat. Perfect. I'll look it up. All right. So if you were in salad dressing, what type would you be? I would be a combination of Caesar and balsamic vinaigrette. And why? Caesar for the thickness, the creaminess of it, and balsamic because... The transparency of it. Ooh, all righty then. <laughs> okay. And then the last one, if you were a pizza delivery gal and you carried scissors, what would you do with the scissors? Cut the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a cook, so I think those scissors is like shears. Got it. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of scissors as protection. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I appreciate your time in doing this interview with us. We are so elated to have you as part of the Authors Yay! for Volume 2. Um, and I just want, I'm so excited, and I know you have experienced um, the aftermath of people reaching out once they get a fragment of your story. So just get ready for more of that. Um, but no, you are loved. We appreciate you. We honor you. And just thank you for sharing a little piece of you in the book. All right. And I'm so glad to be a part. And I thank you so much for taking time out of your day to give Yay. me this snippet of time. How fun was that? I love speaking with authors and hearing their backstories and hearing all the things that they endured as they put this piece together. And so we hope you as well got some insight, you got some laughs, and you're going out and making sure that A, you're reading the book or that you're purchasing the book for yourself to read a volume one and volume two of The Beauty in My Mess. You can check it out at thebeautyinmymess.com or purchase it on amazon.com as well. Keep listening as we have some special things in store for you coming up with our next podcast talk to you soon blessings